Welcome back, everybody, to Let's Talk on NGHD, and this is Season 1, Episode 8. Today, I have the pleasure to sit down and talk with the Oxymon Podcast. I'm just going to let them introduce themselves. It's your boy, Fahai. I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's going to go get it. No kidding. Breaking down a switch in front of your building. Sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings. Last night it was a cold killer. You gotta keep the devil in this hole, nigga. But you know how it go, nigga. I'm front line every time it's on, nigga. Honey pro flow, running shoot pro. 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that Tulum just to smoke. Love. One half of the Oxymoron podcast. Yeah, and it's LaRue. I thought you were going to do the number injection. <laughs> hey guys, your boy for having got LaRue in the building. Welcome to the Oxymoron. It's good, it's good. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Having me also. No, we, see right we see the hustle you put it in like you've been definitely staying consistent because that's like the one of the things we respect the most because it's like it's easy to like start but could you stay consistently like i'm telling you like if you when you post to put it so much effort and put that video on you have like two three views that she sucks and then it's easy but it's like yo fuck this shit i quit i don't need this like you know what i mean but like we see the consistent we see the grind so we res- definitely respect that we respect it because it's been a long time coming yeah it's a pain man it is a pain definitely and you're definitely like an inspiration, you know? Oh, appreciate it, appreciate it, brother. I've been doing, you know? I wanted to... Actually, there's a funny story, because I used to do YouTube since 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I reached a point where I had like 10,000 subscribers. And then by sharing my channel with the wrong people, they got it suspended, you know? And oh, really? Yeah. From then, like, I think the channel had like 10 videos. When you used to do the thing where you used to go to the mall? Um, that was before that. This, well, before that yeah, okay. I started doing that on the second channel. Okay. So the first one I was doing vlogs, um, just like doing regular stuff, regular yeah. high school stuff, you know. Yeah. And I had like 3.5 million views between oh, 10 videos oh, and then wow. 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. So YouTube was paying me like 2k every month. Like, you know, I was funny. I was 17. Huh? 2,000 dollars every month. Yeah. Ridiculous! Wow. <laughs> so how did you get taken down? Like, there's one guy, I shared it with, like, the class, and that same day, he posted, I think Snapchat, Snapchat just came around, mm-hmm. and he posted on Snapchat, and then he's like, let's all report it as a prank. It's not really a prank if you're really doing it, you know what I mean? And 30 people reported it, and then I, I learned that story my first year of uni, when I, like, confronted one of the persons that was part of it, and he's like, yo, that was a funny story. But I was sitting right here, I wanted to punch him, I was a like, funny story, yeah? This is, this is what I'm using to eat this by bread, and... Really? Two yeah. K every month. You're taking two K out of my pocket. That's serb. YouTube started paying me like a year and a half after I started. So like, um, I was posting right, but <clears throat> uh, so like before I started getting monetized, it was like there's ten videos, yeah. and then I I started being more consistent, you know. Yeah. And then, bro, I don't know why. Like I told the class that day, and then the day you got re- yeah. you got taken out. That's yeah. crazy. Nah, that's jealousy, man. Jealousy, man. That's jealousy. And and things that people exist like that. The people yeah. genuinely exist like that. They just like if I heard that, that's not a prank. No, that's not a prank. You taking food out of my mouth, like. And I remember I cried that day. Like I was pissed off. I emailed YouTube, and since like I'm a small creator, 
They didn't do anything about it. This is oh, yeah, yeah. there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, I sent emails on emails, but if I was logging poll though, with like this amount of oh, yeah, like subscribers, that you wouldn't be easy. But that's the thing, leverage. Leverage is everything. Like if you're big enough, where that is, but that's still a lesson if you think about it. That's a lesson because I think about it, like because you know at the end of the day you don't have a leverage with all these platforms, so you can't say you're gonna be loyal to YouTube or loyal to Instagram or loyal to all these things. You have to have different different. Avenue, just as the same way you have one job, they can tell you they can they can tell you to get away from. They can tell you leave every day. I don't like your clothes. I don't like the way you look. Get out. And what can you do? Nothing. So it's the same thing. I think we will learn from. That's a, thank you for telling me that because I'm I'm learning from that too as well. Because I'm thinking like yo, listen, we gotta have a website where we can put some of our stuff on it instead of somebody else's platform in the long run. And that's why, like uh, right now, I feel like it's important for any creator to like be on every single platform possible that you can be on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you do is tweak it because like it seems like what works on Instagram doesn't really work on YouTube. Yeah. What works on YouTube doesn't really translate hundred percent. All different. Because yeah. I think we realized the other day let's take YouTube off and take it seriously. Like we have to produce content for YouTube YouTube because very soon I'm pretty sure they're gonna start charging people to upload videos. I can see that happening. Yeah. Well, that, that would suck. I, I could I, see I, it. It's possible. It's possible that YouTube could be like, yo, listen, we're going to start charging you to pay to upload videos. Because yesterday I saw like an article. They said they're trying to um, start an e-commerce section for YouTube because they see how much value it's bringing in with like these streamers who do like financial stuff. Yeah. So they see how much people that they're getting in. So they've started this whole tip thing mm -hmm. where you can tip people and people are actually making a lot of good oh, money out of it. Because yeah. of the picks that they're making and stuff like yeah. that. So I think they're trying to go in that direction where they're already monetizing from it. Because they, I think they did one versus on there on YouTube and people were making money. And other people were streaming versus off, oh, yeah. off that and making money off the versus streams. So I, they see that there's, there's money in like live streaming one way or another. So that, they're going to do it. They see them just being like, yo, listen. Because think about it. Back then in YouTube, the, the way you were doing it, 20 something, I'm pretty sure you didn't put money behind. You didn't have to put money in ads. Not at all. Not at all. So it was like you uploaded a video and for some reason it just got traction. It just blows up. That was in 20 something. I think that's so too, yeah. And I think that's the same strategy that TikTok used to grow this big platform. Because like the algorithm is like, you post a video, it goes viral. You're like, oh. Everybody got a million followers on TikTok for some reason. Like, just go and do that. But now, if you post a video on TikTok, it's a lot harder to get a thousand views, and you're like, you start valuing it more when it's harder. Yeah. Because yeah, when when I was on TikTok, because I deleted my TikTok account, I had like six thousand um, followers, mm -hmm. and my first three videos was like a hundred thousand, you know, views. Yeah. And people was commenting, engaging. I was like, it's too easy. I'll I'll do that another time. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. not taking it serious, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. I same here too. So when that thing was the thing, everybody was. Cause that happened to us. We like had there was a point in time we had like there was a point we had like ten k listens like consistently for like half a year. Yeah, that was in the beginning. That was in the beginning, and like people were like really listening to us. And then we all got busy all at the same time, and then everything just dropped off just off one month. Yeah. And then now we're trying to get back traction off that, but like it's once you have the momentum, it's better just to keep it going, man. Yeah, and plus, like now, what I was saying is that in relation to that, is like that back then, if you post a video, it could go off. But now, you literally have to put money to Instagram, for example. If you upload a video on Instagram, first of all, everyone's complaining about the algorithms. I think the algorithms is fine. It's just that now, you just there's no organic reach. You have to pay or you have to promote. Otherwise, nobody's seeing your or how. No matter how creative or how 
whatever it is. If it's not shared, if it's not promoted, nobody's gonna see it. And if you are a brand by yourself, like yeah, that yeah, no, it won't it wouldn't work. So you would have to so just in the same way, you have to pay now to be in front of people's eyes. I'm thinking you're gonna go to a point where you're gonna have to pay to even upload a video. Yeah. So what would the best strategy is for anyone that's starting whatever there's so many different things like you know what I mean, like for example, Patreon. Because Patreon just talked about something that they have right now. And like a lot of creatives are moving to Patreon. It's like, listen, no matter if you, no matter what you're doing as a creative, you can always put it on that platform and then people literally would value. Yeah, the market will tell you how much this is worth and if they're going to will them to support it. If your podcast is that good, people will pay to listen. Like, you know what I mean? So Patreon has already showed that it works. So therefore, to me, I'm thinking that you just have to have your own shit and if it's valuable enough, people would pay to your own to get your own to come to your own platform so you can literally have your own streaming whatever it is mm-hmm. and, but like you said have it in multiple different platforms and then come up with your own thing as like if you're if you're if you're going to be focused on this digital system you have to have your own home you literally have to have your own home it's not difficult to make an app nowadays because like the best example i can think of is like joe budden yeah. right because now rory and ma are not on there and people thought like someone tweeted those two guys actually thought that them not being there would stop the the momentum of the yeah. Joe Budden podcast. No, you're coming here because it says the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. He's going to find other people who are going to come on and still keep that traction. For some reason. And it's honestly true. I didn't listen to it until I started seeing the comments. I went through the comments because I was like, I'm not going to listen to this shit. But I looked at the comments. People were like, yo, listen. Yo, this shit is good. This shit is good. This shit is good. This shit is good. Now, because everybody's saying it's good, I got to go check it out now. <laughs> now I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, shit. No, this is actually good. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah, because someone said... Um, someone in the comments said, like, it's because they were yes men. They didn't have, like, their own... They were known as Joe's friends. They didn't have their own identity, individual being, right? They were just known as Joe's friends. They'll always say, yeah, 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 you're right, Joe. You're right, Joe. But then now everything has fallen. Where those two guys, they could have just stayed with Spotify instead of asking for extra Rolexes or whatever they wanted. They could have just stayed on there. But now they're even losing out on the Patreon money because they went on Patreon now, right? So, yeah. I don't know that story. So, how did you guys meet and how did this team come together? Because something very fascinating that I'm seeing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same brothers all. <laughs> brothers all hustling together. <laughs> true, true, true. It's, it's funny that it's funny that's even a thing. It's funny like that's even like looked as this like new or different. Like, I, like it's the reality of the matter. But like for some reason, obviously, brothers, we just like to do our solo thing. We like to just be by myself. You know, I got everything together. I only me knows it perfectly. Only me can do it the right way. And I think you, you don't you don't move ahead that way. I've always thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um. It just happened organically, to be honest. Yeah. I think it started at McEwen, to be honest. English? Yeah. Well, I think way before, because we used to we used to hang out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, way before. I think it just became stronger after English. Yeah. So we took classes together. We were all in school, and I've oh, to me, it's always I don't know if you remember in, in back home, right? Um, this is I've always had this mentality. This may be wrong, but I just always had the mentality where remember when if you back home if you cheat off somebody's or you look off somebody's assignment or like test, it's frowned upon, but it's still acknowledged, right? Mm-hmm. It's cheating, but yeah. if, if you think about it, like back then, in, I'll give you a story. Like, <laughs> I remember when we, when, we, when we were in high school, literally told us, oh, listen, everybody bring money together so we can bribe. 
<laughs> the invigilator. We can bribe the people who are bringing the 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 exams, the exams mm -hmm. so that they can give it to us on time, so then we can solve the problems before we get into the exam hall, right? Yeah. But it wasn't everybody's thing. Although it's wrong, it's very wrong. But if you think about the mentality behind it, it's like it's a brotherhood thing. Like if I'm passing, you have to pass too as well. There's no one man got everything together. And but society will tell you that's wrong. But why is it wrong? Like you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like it's all it's collaboration. It's collaboration to pass. Why are we making an individual thing? Versus if you come to this side of the world, it's a one man thing. Like only you who is in school. Only it's only me. I should be the only one passing. It's I think that's something that's being pushed onto like yeah, your parents tell you, you know, oh just do it yourself. You know? Society's telling you do it yourself. But when you look at like all the successful businesses And if you get help, they look you look down and you're like, Oh, you got help to do that. You yeah, yeah you had help. So you know it's not that And yeah. Yeah, and like especially in the black community, right? We're always talking about down in the black community, but like I think like there's a if we look at the source of the problems, there's like a big problem within the black community where everybody is like feels like if I'm eating, you can be eating too. Oh yeah. Like yeah, they feel like if they're giving you a hands up, you're gonna take their spot. The market is full of fish, you know? It's, there's, everybody can fish, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. So we never, I think that we all had that mentality. If you think about it, we all come have that mentality of like, listen, if I'm winning, we all got to win because I can't make it alone. Like, think about the things we've accomplished. There's no way one of us could do it. Or even if we, one of us could do it, it's going to take a lot longer. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? So that was where the idea was like, listen, as long as we all have the same vision of where we all want to be, it's not, there's, there's nothing wrong with all of us going together. Because if we're all together, like, even if, let's say, these days where he's just like, bro, like, I'm tired, I can't give my 100%, somebody here is going to step up and be like, yo, let me do it. I'll figure it out. And I'll explain to everybody on the team how it should be, right? Because not everybody will bring their A game all the time, right? So if everybody, we all have our egos and everything, but it's never shown. It's always been like, yo, let's try it this way. Another person would, like, literally how it was. Yeah. Literally, right now, right? Everybody had, like, an intake. You, what's that thing? Um, you throw, yeah, throw it on the wall. You see what sticks, right? So we all respect, yo, if it sticks, yeah, cool. Like, it's never been a, oh, man, like, yo, Fahad, yo, man, you beat down yeah. my idea, man. It's never been like that, right? Like that. It's, it's nobody's like, okay, one way it is. This is the same literally way. Like, there's nobody stuck on one way. Oh, no, it has to be this way. Now, if you have an idea, let's try it. If it looks good, it looks good. Yeah, we keep it pushing. That's literally how the mentality was. And I think if a lot of brothers have the same mentality, man, like. So, the mentality, right, mentality. is... A big problem when you're trying to start a business, trying to build a team. So, do you find your friends that you know is nothing? You teach them, and then you bring that mentality. Or you find people that is thinking the same like you are thinking, and then grow from there. I'll let the good, and I'll give my take because I do have a, a different. Yeah, I think from us, it's never been like a thing of if you can do it, try it. Right? It's never been a thing of we'll shut you down. Like if you want to communicate an idea one way, just make sure that we're all on board and we understand which way it can go. Mm -hmm. And then we'll all sit down and then you try and poke holes and see what's the worst case scenario that can happen, mm -hmm. right? Okay, let's try. It's like, how can I put it? You know how when you change a tire, yeah. some people have different ways. Some people just change the tire, let the jack down and keep moving. But most people won't know. Once the jack is down, you have to tighten it even more because mm -hmm. it might loosen when... 
once it's down, right? So everybody has different strengths, different techniques of doing certain things. It's just getting everybody on board and understanding yeah. that everything has to be fluid. Nothing is concrete. Nothing's solid. Yeah. It, it has, has to, to be, be fluid, right? And then in regards to picking people, like uh, to me, I think ideologies are it's a small of a stronger bond than just, oh, that's my friend. Yeah. I think, because that's the thing, there's a reason why religion, to me, religion in the world is more togetherness. So I'm Muslim. If another person is Muslim, there's a thematic bond. Like, you know what I mean? There's, I'm ready to, so I'm ready to, you know, defend or protect for, for somebody who has the same ideologies as me. I'm telling you, like, to me, I think that is stronger than just simply being, oh, you're my friend. If we both share the same ideology of what we think things should look like or how we want things to be, to me, it's a stronger bond. Like, you know, if you, if you come to the team where we're like, oh, listen, I got this vision. This is where I'm seeing myself going. I'm like, wait, I think the same way. Yeah. Uh, but we both have, yeah, then let's connect. Let's see how we can make it because I can always trust that. I can't really trust of us just being just emotional friendship kind of thing because that's... How you, how you see the world is very important. Yeah, how you see the world is yeah. very important. Because... Yeah. Let's say, well, like we're all similar one way or another. But imagine, let's say, I'm the partier. Mm. Tomorrow we have a shoot. I'm out there just... The next day I come, I'm hungover. Like I should let it slide. Nah, I'm pretty sure they'll tell me, yo, bro, come on. You can't be... Like there needs to be a certain level of... Because you have to put... Give us given a certain level. Like we'll all know that, yo, we put in work today. But if everybody's just like, yo, I'm tired, next person, I'm tired. And then other people can feel that you're slacking, it doesn't help the it dynamics help of the all. team. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah, help the yeah, dynamics, right? Yeah. So me, like, I'm on a mission of like, because the way I grew up, I grew up in Haiti, right? So because the country is so like not secured, so I like my, I grew up being locked up, you know? Yeah. So my house, me, my cousin, which was a girl, my mom, my auntie, my grandma. Yeah. No man presence in the house. So I grew yeah. up being locked up. And when I came here, I had to adapt. I still have that mental of like being by myself. But like the older that I get and the more I'm trying to get into business, and I start realizing friendship is very important. Mm. You build those. It's not only a business relationship. It's like that's a friend. You're networking also, you know. And, and I'm trying to surround myself with more... Uh, like-minded like people yeah. because I want to go forward not backwards right and also I had to like separate myself from a lot of like people that I used to surround myself with that's not helping me yeah. and that's a hard thing to do you know it's really hard to do and then now trying to surround myself with like the people that's like like-minded you know yeah. so no, that's definitely thing because because uh, somebody asked me at the time like how do we get our clients and I never this was the first time I actually had to see that and ask because like how do we get our clients and if I think about it most of our clients it's not because we randomly met them no it's it's been like the relationship we've had over the years of me being in school so my to be honest with you, my whole four-year degree in school was the benefit from it was never in school it was everything i did outside school that helped me like you know what i mean like all the meetings i used to go for i used to volunteer i used to volunteer a lot i used to volunteer for why the why did you come up those guys they were good they helped me meet other people like you know what i mean i used to go we used to me and my brother would go we, there's this lady that we used to work with at that time. You know, we used to work for free. We literally shoot her videos every single week for free. But because she was in a place where she was always inviting different women to that. So we thought that, listen, why don't we just build network? Right. So now today, all our clients is literally from those people we met 
a week ago. So I feel sorry for somebody who wants to start a business, wants to start this videography business right now. It's going to be difficult to find clients because getting new clients is hard. It's, it's hard. But because of the relationship that I've built over the time, I can now capitalize on those people today. So literally all those free work that some people would not want to do. Most people don't want to do that free work. But if, if not because of that free work, I won't be getting paid today. You know, I mean, like that's that's one of the things where, like, listen, I'd rather pick the people. If they're to pick two options, money or knowing the right people, I'd rather pick knowing the right people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we had to learn that too, as well. Yeah, I think that's something that I've also realized for myself. Besides stocks and my first YouTube channel, like everything I've done with social media, I've not gotten a dime from it yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like it's just I put money behind it, and I don't expect anything in return. Yeah. I, I see it as an investment. Yeah, the in the long run, yeah. And a lot of people that has the idea of like starting a YouTube channel or starting a podcast, they think about like, how am I going to get paid first? Yeah. I think that's like the wrong focus, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's like, before you start getting the money, it's going to take a while before you start getting money. Yeah. And plus, the reason why this thing you're doing is good, it's good. Like, the reason why I was suggested to do the podcast, like a lot of brothers do podcasts, is because you get to sit down with other people. Like, rarely would we ever get the chance to sit down like this, you know what I mean? Like, to sit down and talk. But now, is this an excuse for us to sit down, sit down and talk? And talk yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, you can use this now to sit down with people who, on a regular day, you would never sit down to. Like, we sit down with, we sit down with business owners. Like, on a regular day, where am I going to sit down with people who own a business? Where they would even have the time to want to sit down with me if they're not, getting, they're not going to benefit anything from it? So, the reason why this is good is because just like a long time ago, when I was doing those free work, and I met new people. This podcast thing is also good because you can meet new people. You have an excuse to meet new people. And later on down, you can capitalize on the people you met two, three years ago. Like you said, I mean, like if you, like right now, because we did a, a thing with, because that's how we met Mokai. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who, who's Mokai? Mokai is a, he's um, like a hustler, like, you know, like a phenomenal guy, man, like a legit guy, a legit guy. But we sat down, like, oh, let's, let's sit down, let's do a podcast. We'd love to, you know, just, Chop it up with you. He came on the podcast. And listen, and the things we've done past the podcast, I'm like, if I never did a podcast, I would have never benefited from knowing this guy. Like, it was just not possible. He wouldn't have time to sit down with us and be like... He wouldn't, he wouldn't think... He would, he would just think... It's like how you see another black guy on the street. You're not thinking the best case scenario of them, right? Up until you see other people being drawn to that person. And then you wonder why they have those connections. How did they meet those certain people, right? So I think that's the, that's the biggest thing that came out of just meeting that one guest. Because now we know so many people. So many. So many people. Of him. Yeah. Of him. Like, you know what I mean? So that even propelled us to... And plus, if not because he has the right mentality. If he had the mentality of like, I don't want to share you with any of my connects. Like, you know what I mean? Some people have that like, okay, okay I know you, but... I don't want you to connect with the people I know because yeah. I, don't, I don't, like, you know, some people feel that kind of way. But good thing he had the mentality of, like, listen, if I'm eating, I would also like you to eat as well. So, yeah, let me introduce you to this guy. Let me introduce you to this guy. But first, you have to be worth, worth it. Because yeah. he, he, he did sit us down and be like, okay, listen, what are you guys trying to do? Right? Where it has to be, you know, in, almost in a way, like a father figure. Like, yo, listen, like, stop with the little games here and there, like, what's the bigger picture? What's the end goal that you're trying to go for? Who are you guys trying to be? Like, first of all, it has to be you guys. You guys are cool guys. You guys, like, you're very approachable. You're like this. But also, it has to show in the products that you're producing, you know? You, 
Yeah. Yeah, sorry for interrupting. But that's like David Bianchi, the person I showed you earlier, verified badge. I think he has a role in CSI, mm. and I've met him from Clubhouse. And I invited him. He said, yeah. And then he's like, he started acting funny. You know, he's like, oh, send it to my email now. We're already talking on IG. I'm like, yeah. you know, okay, I send him the email. Then he's like, show me your stats. And he's like, if I can get anything in return, there's no reason for me to come and sit down because I have other more important things to do. Like, I feel like any other people would be like, they feel offended. I see it as a learning opportunity that's like, maybe I'm not, I'm not there yet. You know what it I mean? It is life. It, it sucks, but it is life, man. It is life. People qualify you on different things. On what you have, right? Yeah, on what you have. Like, if I, if I know, like, I don't want to talk about this guy, but I right, fuck it. So somebody reached out to us to want to come on the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sure, you can come on the Like, I was look, going through this stuff. But when I looked at his page, I saw him I saw him holding a gun. I'm like, nigga, like, what the fuck? I don't need that. Like, so in my way, that's me qualifying this brother. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, I can't associate with that. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with your life, but it, no, I don't see anything I could possibly gain by you having this kind of image. So that's when we started learning that like, image is important. The way you look and the way you present yourself is absolutely important. Because people will qualify you. So just the same way that brother was qualifying you of your stats, well, that's the only way he could qualify you. Does not, he doesn't know you personally. He doesn't talk to you. He doesn't know your friends. He doesn't know how you... But that's the only way he'll qualify you. What do I stand to gain? And people literally think that way. If they're talking to you, what do I stand to gain? But you have to make sure that, yeah, you have something to gain if you're talking to me. So that's by basically proving your worth. Because that's what we did to him, to, the, to Mokai. We proved that... No, we are hardworking brothers and we're not playing around. Yeah. That's how he qualified us. And because he doesn't know who I am, right? Someone from the States. And like, I'm like, okay, if I was in his position, I probably would have done the he same probably thing. Probably, yeah. yeah. To be realistic speaking, yeah. yeah. And I respect his honesty yeah. and the fact that he even answered, you know? Yeah. Because some other people would just be like, eh, yeah, no, yeah. Just, yeah. So I, I feel like there's a lesson to learn even when you take a, an L. Him. Yeah, there's a big lesson to learn and try to move. It's 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 part of the, it's part of life, man. You have to be able to, you have to fall down a couple of times to get up, right? Like some people would just see that, ah, it's it's not, it's not where it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, like, people feel like they're supposed to be a certain way. People think that things should fall in a certain yeah. in a certain direction right you should it should be perfect like why isn't this happening but no like i feel like from like how we were like the way we've had to like push in and like add in everybody here had to add extra hours you know lose a certain amount of sleep to do certain things right to get to where you are right and then we all understand now that okay there's certain sacrifices you know how to balance out the sacrifices right so it all comes with the position that it is a price you to want. pay. That's what you want, literally. Yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah. price to pay. You willing to pay the price? That's 100%, it. Yeah. Man. yeah. Do we have a chef that's gonna come with the food? And <laughs> I know, I know, because eh? this is I'm actually <laughs> chef Mo, chef Mo, <laughs> chef Mo. Yeah, we'll get there one day. <laughs> that's how I want to see. I want, I want things like that. I, mean, I need that kind of. Uh, that's the way we want to go. Say, so want to do a podcast. That level of quality. Yeah. That level of thing, man. Because quality is everything, man. It shows. It shows the dedication. Quality shows dedication. Yeah. We Loki did that with uh, unqualified counselors. Yeah, we we we, we Loki did that. Yeah, that's true. That's been a long way. It's been come a long way. Oh <laughs> um, man, no, no. You know one thing I want to talk about that I wanted to image. <laughs> Let's talk about it, man. Because I feel like a lot of people can learn from this, man. This is a real thing. 
especially us brothers, man. We gotta take our image seriously, man. Everything, your digital image, your the kind of people you're talking to, like you know, what I mean, all those posting those white girls and drinking and drinking all on your stories. That shit gotta stop, man. Like, do that shit in public and keep it to yourself. Because I don't know if you sure, uh, Pop, uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Rice, the guy who got uh, what's his name? Paul Pierce. I'm not saying like I looked at it I was like okay uh, to me I was like I didn't care but like I'm saying like if that's what he was doing intention he did it intentionally that's fine that's kudos to him if he did it intentionally but I'm like there is a certain level of there's a way to do things and to me I think that's not the way to do things that's what a lot of us brothers do we all do that shit but what he did Every single guy at some point has done it. But I'm like, I can't be copying him because he's secured. He got money. But people who don't have money or who have no are doing it. Those, is what I'm saying. Like, send an email to your workplace. They'll send an email to your workplace. Hey, listen, leave. <laughs> you have no security. Like, you could be let go easily. But what I'm saying is like, you can't be copying someone like that and trying to replicate what he's doing to us. We can't do it because we're not on that level. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's how it's how also for me the biggest one, even though like image and everything, it's also if somebody says my name, I don't want the first thought in someone else's mind to be negative. Right? Because yeah. that's that's the biggest thing for me. Don't if I I try, I patch up wherever it is, yeah. I make sure that if there is any things negative here and there, I can explain it. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right, but that's the number one thing that my name shouldn't be attached to anything negative, at all, at no way. Because guess what, the next person you meet may not give you the benefit of a doubt. Like you know, what I mean, like a bro- I could give you a benefit of a doubt, but I'm not sure these people will give you a benefit of doubt. They're not gonna wait for you to explain or justify what it is. So they're just gonna judge you. Does this, and that, and you know, our end goal is to make something of ourselves. So it's unfortunate we gotta play the game. Since you guys are like jobs. Oh, jobs, yeah. If one black guy like, messed up at a job place, guess what? They're not going to hire another black guy. That's the image that... It's unfortunate, but yes. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but that's the situation of the, the, that we're in. We're not home. If you're home, back in Haiti or back in wherever you... Yeah, then you can then, you know, it doesn't matter. But, like, we're in, we're in a new person's land. So we have to, like, you know, play the game. Yeah. Okay, since we're talking about image, right? <laughs> so how do you guys feel about multi-level marketing, Forex... From America, uh, all of that, you know? Because I'm pretty sure you guys are on LinkedIn, right? Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn, every single message is, do you want to earn another time? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it pisses me off. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I have this new program that you can get into. For 150. You can get in three weeks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, right. Just subscribe to my post. <laughs> <laughs> my only problem is the bad photoshops, man. The bad photoshop posters, man. Come on, man. Big claw posters. Pretty much. And they'll accentuate those diamonds. Oh yeah. They'll make sure it's shining. They'll make sure that they're trying to bring you in. They've tried. No, they've tried, they've tried. They've tried. To me, you know I don't mind it though. I'm like a lot of people a lot of people are doing it, so I'm like, you know what? Listen, if it's a, if it's working, it's working. I don't, I don't think it's working, but <laughs> you see, nah, it's not. because the, the part that pisses me off, bro, they'll look, they'll show you a chart. This chart is going up. 
But nobody tries to look on the y-axis to see the number. It will go from $1.001 to $1.00.2. Percentages, niggas. And the crazy thing is, like, I've met some legitimate people that does works. They're really, really good at it. Yeah. And they do not try to sell a course. They don't try to bring people in. They try, they're actually private people. Yeah. Like, I've seen them trade. They take losses. They take doubles. Yeah. But the problem I see is the they try to sell you an, a false dream, you know? Yeah. Like it's like it's, yeah, it's, it's multi-level, <laughs> multiple, yeah. multiple level back. So, so I think yeah. it's a problem of because a lot of people like not financial literate. You think that's the problem, and why do you think they're bringing so many people onto the team? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hurt people's feelings though, if we this. But you know what? Uh, fuck it. But to me, I think <laughs> I I think. It's a little bit of laziness. That's, to me, personally, that's why I do not like any of those things. I think it's lazy. It's like literally going to buy the lottery. To me, I don't, I don't see it as actively building a skill. You know, you're not building something. It's not, it's not tangible. What you're doing is not tangible. Like, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's easier. Because you are just, I'm just going to put some money here and do some little things here and let it just blow up. Rather than going out and learn a skill, go and learn be a plumber, and then go to, and start a plumbing business. That is difficult. You know what I mean? Start an actual because the only way you realistically, I figured I read a lot of books, and they said the only way you can make money is very simple: is learn something that is in high demand. Mm-hmm. What is it that people need? Go and learn that skill and take it and offer it to them, and in exchange you get money. That's literally how business works. If whatever, even if it's digital video thing you're doing. Yeah. Offer something of value and you get paid in return. It's simple as one, two, three. But to me, I don't think that doing this model of marketing thing is an actual. To me, I'm just like I don't, I don't, I don't count that as a real skill. Yeah. I think it's just the easy way out. It hasn't sat so. Uh, hasn't sat right with my soul, to be very honest. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not knocking the hustle because oh no 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 marketing works. I feel bad for the people who are at the bottom, but the guys who are at the top, they are eating, eating. And, res- and there's a lot of our brothers, and I respect I respect that. that. They're eating. So you just right there? They're eating. I went to like a meeting, because I'm always open to like learning new yeah, things, right? Always, so I go to the meetings, but I don't actually follow through with it, because I'm like, this is bullshit, you know what I mean? Yeah. This guy came with a BMW i8, white guy, Woo! his Rolex is on, shiny, looking proper, right? You go to the room, and he said, this is the line that pissed me off. He said, if you don't join, it's going to blow up anyway. I don't need you. I'm like, first of all, if you're trying to, you know, mm-hmm. recruit somebody, <laughs> that's, not, that's not a way, you know, it's kind of like, sounded like me. <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> you come or not, I don't need you. I'm like, okay. First red flag. Second, <laughs> he said, or multi-level marketing is not a pyramid scheme. Your work is a pyramid scheme. Because oh, wow. the person on the bottom makes less money. Like, it doesn't. The person on the bottom <laughs> makes, you know? So, like... That's, that's, that's defining what it is. <laughs> and the fact that he tried to justify... And I'm someone that, like, I was doing my research, right? So, yeah. like, there's some stuff that like, you're not going to try to come sell me a pen and tell me it's for $10,000 if I go resell it. That's not going to work, you know? So... <laughs> So like, the people at the yeah. top, yeah, they do make a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, they do good money. Yeah. I, 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 if you're making money, I do good out of it. It makes sense. Like, multi-level marketing has always been a You thing. know what I've always wanted to do? You know that um, 
that thing they have on YouTube where they have the diamond tester. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you already know where I'm going with this. So I want to, I just want to be able to meet the top guys, you know, that always showing the chains, the American guys, nice one. I just want to, you know, test, test if it's glass or it's diamond. <laughs> hey man, if that's your hustle, it's your hustle, man. Hey. Listen, listen, the bank has been scamming people till tomorrow, so I can't hate on us doing it. Like, I'm not saying it's a scam, but like, the banks have been eating unnecessarily. So, if you can figure a way that works and is legal, by all means, go ahead. Free hash property. <laughs> a businessman, man. He, a just, he just needed an LLC. That's he all he needs. Because nobody <laughs> wanted to give him that business loan. So he went out to look for funding <laughs> and he found it. That's a skill, though. It's, it really is. Because that's the thing. Because like one of the things are... You know, they say number one is India. But, but the, the face of it is Nigeria. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the thing. Because Nigeria is not even in the top 10. It's, not in the top. it's just that... In, in How many the, times have Indian people called me to scam me? How many times? They're always calling me, but nobody knows them as the scammers. Yo, can you send me... Uh, so, can you repeat your SIN number? No, if you have it, <laughs> tell it to me. Go to the store, buy a gift card, and send the gift card to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> For what? <laughs> oh, my days, man. Oh. Yeah. You they always say, uh, what's the line to say again? You know what? You know when you made a girl, right? Yeah. And you said, what's your name again? So like, why did you say your sin number was again? Okay. Yeah. I never, we never talked about what, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I don't knock those guys' hustle, you know. I've, I get that. They, they make, he makes fun of me, you know, I started going into stocks, you know, trying to put, put a put, trying to put, he's laughing, he's laughing. <laughs> Up until the cash that I put, I don't know why I don't respect stuff. He doesn't respect. He doesn't respect. He doesn't respect. He doesn't. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I know people. Are, people make millions of it. Yeah. For some reason, to me, it's just. Ah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Let me explain you some some concepts. You know, like yeah. very general. So, there is the old style of investing, which is you find a company like Coca-Cola, they pay you a set of dividends every single, you know, uh, quarter or three months, yeah. and then you make that passive income as an investor, right? But a lot of people are stuck on that way, right? Yeah. There's this new way of investing. Okay. Actually, you got to put time and do your research, right? But this new way of investing is you find a company... No, not, not like games. <laughs> like, you have to have the long-term mindset, first of all, right? But you find a company that is in the disruptive innovation space, right? I've talked to you about this, right? About yeah. the disruptive innovation. Yeah. So, with the disruptive innovation, that means it's a company that is going to disrupt how um, the world is moving right now. Yeah. Right? So... I don't know if you heard. No, I heard what yeah. Mean. So once you're in the disruptive innovation space, for example, what is going to disrupt oil? A lot of people is like they want to. Okay, let me go find an oil company. No, what is going to take oil space? Because there is a big demand and there's a lack of whatever the oil company is doing. Like it's not going to last because yeah, of natural yeah. resources, right? Yeah. So that's why the electrical vehicle, right? Another space where people should invest in that is a disruptive innovation space, like there's space, right? 
They're sending like a lot of stuff to space. They're planning on sending humans to space. Um, I was the precious diamonds. It's not really like a yeah. No, I, I I definitely understand. I definitely understand the concept as to how investing definitely promotes. But I'm just saying, me as a person, I just don't respect. Like yeah. it, I, it's not like I, I. It doesn't to me. It doesn't. I just think it's lazy. <laughs> I think it is. You know what I understand? You know what I understand? You know when there was a gold... I understand the philosophy. When there was a gold rush, when everybody was going to go buy gold, like you see what I mean? In that time, there are certain people that would be like, you know what, I'm going to go invest in shovels. Like you see what I mean? And then that's it. But the thing is, my personality is more as the person who's going to go make shovels for people to go and buy and that's to dig the shovel. You would invest in what I'm doing. But that's, that's, to me, that's how, my, that's how me as a person works. I'm not the person to go and invest in the, in the okay. shovels, I would be the one to make the shovels to sell to you to buy the shovels to go and dig for the gold. Let's see if I can add an additional thing to what you said. Right? Oh. Right. Let's, see. <laughs> let's see if I can, let's see if I'm, I can convince you into why investing, you need to respect it, right? Yeah. You were talking about the bank. You put, let's say you have a million dollars, you put it in the bank. Mm. Okay. For the people that think a million dollars is too much money, let's say you have a hundred thousand dollars, you put it in the bank. Yeah. For 10 years, mm-hmm. inflation is going to eat your money alive, yeah. right? So, do you put that money, invest it in something that's going to give you a greater return? Mm-hmm. I want people to go and invest because they want to become rich. Yeah. No, you should secure invest to secure the money that you have and make sure inflation doesn't, doesn't eat it alive, right? Makes sense. That's, I, what, I, I, I yeah, that's what Bitcoin is doing so mm-hmm. good right now. Yeah. Bitcoin is like, it's replacing the how cash works and has the value of gold right Mm -hmm. so every characteristic that um gold and cash has bitcoin has it together that's why it's not as stable as gold is not yet gold gold is still the standard no matter where you go not yet i I bought gold today i took gold to wherever whatever country it's still the same thing it doesn't change and you know where the problem is anywhere but bitcoin is not the same and you know where the problem is with gold is because gold is a store and value. That means it's not going to give you a return, you know? That means your money, $100 today, it's $100 in the next 10 years, right? But with Bitcoin, right, what it's giving you, it's a level to use it like how cash is. Who is to say, though? Hmm? Who is to say? Because if you think about it, how much is Bitcoin as a whole worth? It's not a trillion dollar thing. It will be. Until then, <laughs> until then, then we can have a conversation. Until it becomes a truly other thing. Until then, it's still not respected, to be honest with you. Because the way I see Bitcoin, I don't see it as money. I see it as an asset. The same way you have a house. You have a house for a little bit and then you sell it. So I'm going to make the money off selling it. I'm not sitting here to think, oh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be more than a than the dollar or more than a currency. It wouldn't make sense if it was a currency because then the whole world has to adjust everything to understand that so i see it more as yeah it's gold but it appreciates and then once i want to get rid of it i get that money in return and use it you can do it with almost every single asset that you have right you know you can always get rid of it but why i think bitcoin is like so powerful is because there's a lack inflation inflation is a big big problem right so you're saying yeah no. And, and volatility is good for something that's becoming a standard. 
right? Yes. Because it's volatile, you see where the demand is for that thing. Okay. And if there wasn't a demand for cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. there's no way it would have been worth from seventy-three thousand dollars. So, is it possible that there could be something other than Bitcoin but still cryptocurrency? Is there a chance that could happen? I don't think any, anything. So can something think, else come come like? I think um, that's what Ethereum is trying to do. Ethereum is not trying to sell. Can somebody come like Nanocoin? That's my thing. And, and then make it a thing. Is it possible? Someone, yeah, someone can say this is Nanocoin, but it's and only then, it's only going to be valuable if everybody says, you know what, Nanocoin is is valuable, yeah, and okay. that's how the value comes into play. Like okay, every like just like just like anything where if we all agree, we this, all is agree money, this is money. This has I hold a piece of paper. We all yeah, agree yeah, this yeah. piece of paper is worth this because yeah. that's essentially what, money. essentially what it is. Yeah. Makes sense. So, 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 so yeah, the reason why we use a hundred dollars, we think it's it's worth a hundred dollars. So everybody's like, okay. Hundred dollars, you give me this, right? So Bitcoin is like it's, it's the belief that it's worth seventy k, right? Yeah. So okay. with your question that you asked is, can something else replace Bitcoin? No, like Bitcoin has become the standard for all other coins that come. So it doesn't matter. Like you make another coin with the exact same characteristics of Bitcoin. What happens? What happens if all actually just the same way all these banks and all these things? What if they transfer and decide they want to go into cryptocurrency? What happens to Bitcoin there? Then it becomes more valuable. They, the bank cannot control the trust. I, 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 I did a paper on that. So the problem with that is the fact that the way Bitcoin is, if I give you a Bitcoin, mm -hmm. no middleman is taking money. So I'm transferring, I'm selling you the Bitcoin, you are taking the 2000 I'm getting 2000 There's, There's no, no middleman. There's no bank saying you have to pay 2100 for that extra service fee. Okay. So that's the biggest issue that's going on with the central banks that yo that trying to take people away from Bitcoin because that benefit money off that. It's 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 butter it's butter trading. I'm giving you this, you give me my money. That's all it is. There's no additional charges in between. It's the same like Nigeria. No, I don't want people to have a head start before my country does. So let's start a whole different chain. I think the way the United States is so greedy, they wouldn't want to start their own chain. I see them, somebody said something interestingly, they see them buying a large percentage of that Bitcoin and telling you how you can exchange what they have, right? So the biggest issue would be right now is how, um, how is the bank going to make money off these transactions? Right? How? Because you are able, when I sell you that Bitcoin, you are able to get a receipt to see where I got it. So you can see there's a verification with it that shows you the chain where it came from. Versus the way the banks Yes, because it's, it comes on the blockchain. Like when I said disruptive innovation, right? Bitcoin is disrupting the way the banks work. And that, there's a good company I love. I, I tell people to buy it all the time. It's called Square. You know, they were like, they're one of, they're one of the first companies to like buy Bitcoin implement into the business. Now, what do you think is going to happen when ten, every company that has like a lot of cash, they invest 10% of that cash into Bitcoin? The price is going to keep going up. Mm -hmm. So now, it becomes a standard for the whole world. 
which is like something like that that takes so long to build. There's no way you're gonna destroy it by just creating. I, a I think you point. can. I think you can. I think you can because if you think about it, the way the way it works is like some. It's like someone like Apple coming in and overtake it. It's possible. Like you know, like in the phone industry, somebody can come and make it in a more simpler, more whatever present whatever it is. They can. They can have. Like you know what I mean? I have an idea. It's. I don't see governments disrupting it. I could see corporations. Corporations. Okay. Because Visa jumped on it. Mm. Visa and Mastercard said, "You know what? When they're with us, you can be able to trade your. You can be able to hold and trade your your Bitcoin. Mm. Right? When it did that, it hit sixty thousand. Ah. Right. Now Tesla. They said, "Oh, you can buy cars with a Bitcoin." So imagine if those. But how? But what would you say? This one is is like taking up. That's actually making it easier for it to become a norm. So it would make it a norm. So it would be disrupted more to governments, showing them that yo, your way is not working. So we don't need you to be able to follow your rules. I don't need to follow your rules for taxes. I don't need to follow your rules to pay people a certain way. If I owe for hard. Instead of let's say, the easiest way would be like if I need to pay you your salary. If I pay you a salary, I need to pay you two thousand. Like technically, you're gonna end up getting thousand five hundred because that five hundred goes into your benefits, all those other things. Mm -hmm. Like, what if I could just give you that straight two thousand? Both of us are not incurring any losses because I don't have to pay taxes for you. Yeah. Right. I that's mean, interesting. That I is interesting. Pay taxes for you, but that's a good thing. I don't it's a good thing. That's, that's a good thing. And the disruption would come. No, cryptocurrency is yeah, it's definitely gonna work. But I'm just saying, like, maybe be Bitcoin. I don't know. Or would it be something else? We don't, we don't know. But it's still in the stage where it's still very new. Like the same way when phones came out, when BlackBerry thought it was gonna overall overrule the whole market. Yeah, yeah. People who were better at you came. And disrupted it. And if there's and it's simple, it's simple is a matter of trust. If I trust that better than you, I can yeah, I think, I think it's possible to get disrupted. They've done a good job. Yeah. It's when you're being authentic authentic mm -hmm. with what you are doing. What you're doing, mm -hmm. like in the short term, yeah, you're not gonna win. Yeah. But in the long term though, those look like, yeah, that person is Truthful, they're yeah, they're gonna go to them. That's why I think they win because they don't have to explain anything. Yeah, it's up to you. It like, makes perfect sense. If you want to jump on, jump on. If you don't, you don't have to. And it's, <laughs> it's self-regulated. You know, it's not like there's someone like okay, yeah, so, you know, that's that's what is amazing about yeah. it to me. I think that's what that's what's the, market the market is the one justified. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I sure. think another big thing if I had like twenty of them mm. and trying to get people on it. I'd literally go to one of those, I don't know how to do it, like maybe be able to cash it out. If I was able to cash out all that money, put it into cash just to show you, here's my phone, and oh, yeah. <laughs> yo, this is money, this is actual money. I think people would be like, no, that, that's definitely that's the thing. Because what's the difference between that and what's in your bank account? I think the only reason why it hasn't got to that point is because it's not big enough. Yeah, if it like, if it turned to a point where it comes a trillion dollar shit or like we're talking about trillions of dollars, like, you know what I mean? Then you can just simply go and withdraw because they have to factor that in. If everybody woke up one day and went to go withdraw, withdraw their Bitcoin, like what the fuck is gonna happen? happen yeah. What happened? Yeah, it's gonna. There's, there's three turning points for Bitcoin. Mm. Once it reached a hundred thousand dollars, mm. USD, five hundred thousand dollars, and another. 
Those mm-hmm. three turning points are going to be very crucial to so have. What do you mean by that? So each coin, right, yeah. is when they say Bitcoin's now worth 20k, like no way. Touched it. So what's what one Bitcoin is worth? Yeah, right. so okay. when, when it's like $100,000 USD. So when one Bitcoin is equal yeah. to 100000 Yeah. Mm. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's what I've been telling yeah. you, bro. <laughs> That's what I've been telling you. Bro, that's what I've been telling you. It's one. It's not a collection. It's one. One Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Like there's a point where they had it. They they wanted to make it into a point where you could actually have an actual coin and put it in your safety deposit and be able to be cashing it in just like that. And it used to be it used to be less than a dollar. It used to be less. It used to be less than a dollar, and that's yeah. And then the second one is two thousand. So I might, you might as well just jump on that one mm-hmm. and jump and put a little bit on the big price. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. It's not a lot. It's just one. And you know the psychology aspect of that. A hundred thousand dollars or Bitcoin is gonna keep going to the moon. Five hundred thousand. The people go like, oh, it's gonna yo. So let me let me see if I understand this. So if I bought one Bitcoin right now for two thousand dollars, it's not two thousand. No, no, no. Like seven two thousand Canadian right now. You can buy two thousand of that to get to that percentage of the one. So let's say I had money to buy one Bitcoin. Okay, let's say the let's say the amount of the Bitcoin is two thousand. Okay. If you bought one, that's two thousand. Two thousand right now today. Next year it goes up to ten thousand. That one coin is ten thousand. That's one coin. That's one coin. Yeah. It's one coin. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if I have that as one coin, that's a down payment. I already know that's a down payment for a house. If you sit on it right and you plan it out right, it's a down payment right there. You can sell it, transfer that money into your account. For. I remember the one person who used to say Bitcoin was James. Like James James. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, in 2017, I remember 2017, yeah. I think it was between January and April. This guy was really talking about Bitcoin. He was talking about, like, that was one thing he was talking about every single time I met him. And it was 5000 And that was 5000 At that time, it was 5000 So if you bought it 5000 then, today, it would be worth this. And I know a guy that bought it to us. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And I just convert that Bitcoin into USD. You take your USD, convert it into Canadian. You put it in your account, that's your money right there. Well, yeah. At this point, how do you do it though? Bi- Binance. So you can do it with Binance and then you convert your coin into USD. Coinbase yeah, Coinbase too. So you take that money into USD because it's not in Canadian yet. So you transfer that USD into your account. And then it will just say, yes, it comes from this account, Binance, this, wow. this, this. And I know that about this one, And he has 200 coins. Yeah. 300 coins and I was still serving at Turquoise Clubhouse when he used to come and eat there. He told me that Bitcoin reached $10,000 the next year. I'm like, there's no way. I remember just cash out, Bitcoin just dropped to 5k, just cash out. He said, I'm not selling one coin until it reached $100,000. I was thinking this guy was crazy and now looking at the price, I'm just like, wow. Oh, it's not a joke. Sorry, LaRue. <laughs> Sorry, LaRue. <laughs> I want to get it there. I keep disrespecting this shit. A little bit of that. Because 
There's different ones. So we're doing business now. That's what we're making doing business for. We we put in money here and there. We we calculate how much we're bringing. That's why investing is important. Because Albert Albert Tesla charging eighty dollars. Crispy. Before the split. So that's post split, right? Post split. Yeah, yeah. And then he raised two thousand dollars. Split and two five. Now seventy five shares of Tesla at whatever price it is right now. It went from 900, dropped back to 600. And this is why investing is important. If you're not in it, it's really hard to grasp the concept and understand uh, it. So you, you could say that like if, like for example, like, for that, right, like, like he isn't really, really like, like, he doesn't want to maybe like check every day, like actively invest in stocks. Is it best to actually just have your savings? But that's and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to do. Like I'm not doing mutual funds. That's what I'm trying to do. Instead of instead of keeping it, I should have used it and put it into something. And then that's so I forget. That's what I'm trying to do. What if you lose money? Okay, yo. So like, do you have to be really financially stable? No, you don't because you can still you have whatever. Let's say. A new method I'd like I wanna try is um one guy said fifty bucks mm-hmm. every week, mm-hmm. just put fifty bucks or twenty bucks, whatever you're comfortable, put it aside. And then look at one stock that you're looking at or an ETF. And then every Monday you just put that twenty dollars in that same one. Mm-hmm. If the price just pay for that same price and then let it sit. Mm-hmm. If one day it's fifty dollars or the next day it's twenty dollars. Either way, on your portfolio, in the long term, it's going to balance out to one price. <laughs> and it's going to give you that average. And, and it will keep going up and down. But mm-hmm. either way, it's still going to benefit you. Because maybe one Monday, the markets are bad. But it's good for you because you're buying it cheaper. Mm-hmm. One day, the markets are high. It, you pay a premium on it, but it's still good. So it's still going to fluctuate up and down yeah. and still balance out. The only reason why I never did because... For me, I'm literally that whole mentality of thinking of I'm going to work or do things. Mm-hmm. Is I go build a skill and I come to you. It's a skill that you need. And here's the skill. Give me my money. I'm still, and that's still, that's still, I'm still used to that. 100%. Oh, feeling well. That's my way of feeling well. But I see what you're going to say. Now. Seven okay. momentum. You have a skill that's giving you money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now your money is making you money. money, is making money. Now that money is making another money from you need that money you take it out right so you can still do the same thing and a lot of investors fell the reason why is because they think short term they might be like I'm a long term investor but you have to be like very stable psychologically because when you put the money, if you're taking that money out in 10 years, it doesn't matter if it goes down today, it doesn't matter if it goes up tomorrow, you're looking at 10 years. So if you're looking at 10 years, why worry if the market crash now if it goes back up? You don't care about that because you're looking for 10 years. So either it's up or down, keep buying. And that's what I tell people. And then another from my clubhouse, some guy said, he said, um, one of the things is to split your money up. So you have six thousand, put 
uh, put, let's say, a third of it in cash, and then the rest you put it into pieces. And you invest it into making money. Actually, I've done something like that. And then from that, yeah. So like, you get it there. And it's not too late to start. It's not yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right now. Right now, right now. Right now. Everything's on the record. Everything's on the record. I'm down to about 30k right now. Yeah. And I'm just chilling because I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's up today, it's down tomorrow. You know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> of course it hurts, right? <laughs> I'm looking at my account, I just open it. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, but like, right, like, it goes for the same, like, thing that I was explaining right now. Like, if you have mm -hmm. a grand, you split up your money, and then you have a third of that money that's still in cash. When times are bad, yeah. you're red right now, you might as well buy all the things that are cheap. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're getting things at a lower price when things go back to where they mm -hmm. were or where they're going to be, everything goes into the place, right? Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So, did we convince you? No, you know, you get up. Why it's respect? You love to respect it. Yeah. As I subscribe to your program, <laughs> Just what are you, are you the well simple? Just well simple, yeah. You know, well simple mm -hmm. question. Yeah. If you need referrals, also, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just use it because it's also like that. Yeah, it's very, it's very well simple. Is very simple to use. Yeah. But I started doing options now with question. So, but options is yeah. I just used that uh, one because it's TFSA and RSSP. Mm -hmm. But that also they have to pay that option. After thirty thirty thousand dollar profit, yeah. After you get a certain amount of profit, that's when you know what I did? Little trick. Because the market went down, there's some stocks I wanted to get out of to get into new stocks. I sold at a loss to buy the other stock cheaper. Then I can claim that money and tax to reinvest oh. it again. Yeah. So if you take losses, it's not a good idea to be like, okay, I'm gonna sell my stocks because I'm a loss because I'm yeah, 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 claiming yeah. a tax. But you know, you can also use that strategy also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, perfect. 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 This is. Thank you guys uh, for you know the first part. Uh, it's getting like you know one hour and two minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! It's exactly an hour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the part two is gonna be on yeah. oxymoron. Make sure you guys go click that follow button. Yeah. Make sure you guys go follow the part two right now. Pause it. Go and we'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Peace. There we go. Finish.